Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Riley's Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks. Hey, y'all, it's our Ant-Man review. Uh, and if you've been with us for a while, you will know that there are often times that me and the other person on this podcast we call share a brain, air quotation. Uh, it's it's Brother Beatles. That's happening, man. Hey, what's up? Yeah, so I went and saw this movie opening well, the day before opening night, so Thursday night last thursday night you saw it on monday and so my initial review which pretty much happens every time you know and shouts out sandman you used to be the lead dog on this first one to see the movie first one to tell us you know good bad or indifferent so that has fallen to me i think for the most part and um so my initial thought was after reading the reviews online i'm like it's probably a little too much hate for this like i don't really know and I sent my thing out. I'm like, Hutch will probably like it, surprisingly. Sandman will like it, even though he hates Kang. <laughs> and you would like, you know, you'd probably like it, but you'd have some uh, some problems with it. Which is so basically as high a bar as I hit on movies. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we're going to get into it. We got some stopping points that we'll talk about and kind of see where our disagreement comes. Again, I, 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 I should say before we went into the movie, and I went with my daughter. I didn't go in with any expectations. And I think, particularly probably phase four, it's probably the best thing that you can do going into any of this phase four stuff. TV shows and movies at this point. Because the first three phases, I mean, for, for lack of a better word, ruined us. Mm. in the sense that we were like okay i'm expecting this and it's going to logically move into this whereas phase four at some point in time may come together but right now it it feels like it's a little bit all over the place phase so, four was pretty much dumping the puzzle out of the box and just starting to turn the pieces over right <laughs> i mean they whether it be just to get more properties in play or to not have to like you know your starting point on your cast salary is a hundred million dollars a piece or whatever you know just to get out of that they they had to sort of expand the base of the marvel universe and start to build out kind of the rest of the world so i get that um i saw something like they did 17 properties in six years or something or not even six years but there's been like 17 phase i don't know i'd have to count it but there's like a gang right. of stuff out now and i think that's part of the problem is like mm. it's come so fast it's you know it nothing with with everything like you know kind of middle of the road with some some highs and lows that much volume yeah it does wear on you yeah and we would and i'm not calling this the the marvel fatigue i wouldn't even call it that I think there's just been some inconsistency and something that we never talk about on any of the, well, not never, but we don't ever harp on is going to come up here in a little bit about the lack of, or the very noticeable now CGI problems. Mm -hmm. And that's a bigger issue than for just Marvel Disney, whereas mm -hmm. it's become a global issue, or a global movie issue where to be frank, just a lot of people can't do this shit and 
it's becoming, you know, everything is getting longer to produce it because there's so few people that can do it, let alone the fact that do it well. All right. So first part of the show, we're going to, you know, kind of set the premise for this. And like I said, I got some stopping points that we can talk about some of the characters, the characterization of some characters, and also why was this particular person even in the movie? We'll kind of keep it together. But basically, Ant-Man 3, it's just picking up really after uh, Endgame. Mm. You know, Scott has become a, you know, a published author now. You know, there's a like a very, you know, a kind of a, a walking a narrative there at the beginning, literally of that. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? And he's, you know, reading his book back to people. And that's basically where he is. He's a published author. He's happy now. Everybody's back together. His daughter has gone through a cast change. Uh, but his, all, his daughter also, while Scott is doing books, she has been playing in the quantum realm. With, those are, that's her step-grandparents, correct? Uh, I don't even think it's that. Uh, yeah, I, him and, yeah I, if it propagates that way, because Hank and, Hank and uh, Janet are not um, blood relatives of him. And they, right. I mean, it's not clear that they're even married. Yeah, so they're not like say. they're not his in-laws. Mm-hmm. They're his in There's ish laws. Yes, so it, <laughs> she's that's their grand niece ish law or whatever. Right? Yeah, so she's been playing around in the quantum realm or doing some sort of freak of science fair project uh, about the quantum realm, and um, when Janet finds out, she's like, "Shut that shit down." Like, we don't need to be fooling with that. And they don't. And then they all get pulled into the quantum realm. So that's the opening premise or that's the premise plot of how we get into the quantum realm. And then there was a part at the beginning where we saw inside the quantum realm where Kang showed up while Janet was in there, you know, essentially help me. And we'll come back to that bit. All right. So let's do some characterization over the course of not just this scene but in the course of the movie because i'm gonna say there was no purpose for a few of these people to be in this movie (laughs) first off wasp they did not write a story for her well wait we're talking about hope van dyne right yes yeah they didn't even bother like i don't know that like her arc like she saves the day for no real reason like Mm. there's no reaffirmation of their relationship it's like She's kind of portrayed as the new Tony Stark philanthropist billionaire saving the world. Mm. And but she'll still take a break to have beers with Scott with uh, Scott Lang. Yeah. And, you know, she's still the adventurous spirit. And she just she just sat there with that hurt face the entire time, had like three lines of dialogue and then saves the day at the end of the movie. And you think about where the characterization has gone from movie one to three. Mm -hmm. Badass whatever to bad haircut mm. uh i mean and again the internet rumor and innuendo would be uh what's that lady's name her evangeline real name actually. yeah evangeline lily allegedly she's a anti-vax kind of weirdo um mm. and marvel was like yeah we're not going to be giving you a whole bunch here because of your anti-science, anti-vax stuff. And so possibly maybe her role got cut a bit. Name's still in the title, so you should give her something to do. But yeah. that's definitely not what happened. Yeah, so, she was yeah. She was just, yeah, she added, like, to, to, 
like I said, she's she basically saves the day repeatedly. She just kind of swoops in, and they're like, yeah. "Fuck it, we just you can be in here, you can save the day, you can do whatever you want." Yeah, it's it wasn't a good look. Um, no. So Janet Van Dyke, and she's an anti-vax mandate. I don't know if it's worth drawing a distinction, or if there is <laughs> one, or if that's a mean <laughs> to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a tight line. Okay, what about Janet Van Dyne? Uh, Janet Fiber Van Dyne was like, I'm 64. They ain't casting me in shit. I'm yeah. about to act the shit out of this movie. Yes, exactly. I'm get me this Angela Bassett Oscar nomination. <laughs> this is my movie, and y'all need to not fuck this up for me. That was yeah. that was her entire like she yeah. was she was she tried harder than I think anybody working her ass movie. off. <laughs> she was working her ass off. Yes. Uh, let's do a rewind real quick. Um, 80s me. I could give a damn about Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, all right, whatever. Long back. I don't really care. Twenty twenty is me. How you doing? <laughs> because um, what's up, girl? Yeah, exactly. Kind of holler, kind of holler, holler, holler. Um, like, yeah, I was like, mm, I wasn't feeling that before, but yeah, mm-hmm. and she, I mean, she really is the star of the movie. Yeah, you could she have took cut this shit serious. Yeah, you could have cut Wasp out of it and just made her Wasp for this movie because mm-hmm. Evangeline Lilly really had no purpose or point in it. So, yeah, I thought she did a really good job. Hank Pym. There for catering and a chat. Cassie creative, baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Michael Douglas, he's there. Again, you see the de-evolution of his character, much like you see of his daughter in these things. It's just... it just kind of got near the end like mm-hmm. it was like yeah i'm here and it just fuck you pay me i mean um, if you go back to the archives uh for the original ant-man movie or the lost ant-man the review, lost ant-man movie yeah. one of the things we talked about was like wow they really like took on the hank penn story and they had him out here and this was that was a good component of this movie mm-hmm. he don't give a fuck about uh, ant-man no. at this point exactly yeah it's he's just done he's like i'm gonna have to cash this check and you know go home to my wife uh we good and his plot line with him him also saving the day on some bullshit i was like Uh come on yeah god damn it all right and then daughter ant man a lot of internet chatter and I, i really hate the internet a lot of internet chatters like, oh, why didn't they just cast the girl that was in from before? <laughs> Were you really that invested in that actress? All these like, white girls look alike anyway. Man, listen. Who cares? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Like, who Who cares? Like, I mean, I, if you would have told me that was the same girl from that movie, I'd have been like, all right. Okay. Yeah, me yeah. too. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. They what, was person. it her performance that won you, like, in the bit part of where she opened the door for five minutes in Endgame? <laughs> Like and then she stood there at Tony's wet, Tony's funeral. Yes. Oh, that was so good. She needs to be in the next movie. I, you could have told me it was the girl from the first Sandman movies, and I would have been like, okay. Oh, that you grew up. Yeah, I, who knew? Yeah, no, yeah. So that's what they got. Her daughter Ant Man. She. I thought that character was okay. I, I'm kind of turning into Hutch here, and I'm, I'm starting to hate teenage heroes a little bit. But might have just been this version of it. But I didn't really, I, honestly, I didn't really care all Please that. Please tell much. me how she's distinct from Kate Bishop in any yeah. way. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. And Kate Bishop was great. And yeah. Hope was fine. 
But Hope does have the distinction of being the only character that actually develops from point from the beginning <laughs> to the that's that's different going yeah. into the movie that she is coming out. Yeah. So literally, that's a win. Yeah, I mean, and we'll get to her powers and suits and all of that kind of stuff. You know, there's a subplot about her protesting the world and gets arrested. I mean, you know, it, it's look. It's fine. Like, I didn't have any real problems with that. I just had a little bit of a problem with um, Wasp, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was really my biggest issue. I'm like, just take her name off the title or just cut her out of the movie. If y'all are so against whatever she was against, just cut her out of the movie. You're not doing her any favors right. at this particular point. Um, so, yeah. So, they get sucked into the quantum realm. Well, that I mean, we didn't, we didn't talk about Ant-Man at all but oh I mean, it is his movie i mean I, he, but he was like he was basically just the same goofy guy like you know i the, i guess the thing that i would have maybe liked to see is him like be like no i am an avenger no i i am the first line of defense against the what's going to be the phase four threat and he kind of was but mm -hmm. he kind of got punked too and like he just became the dad like immediately became the dad and his confidence was only because he was a dad and his connection to the Avengers was always played as a joke right. and he got his ass beat in the end and, yeah. and, and literally ends the movie with the same scene as he begins the movie. Like, yes. <laughs> like mall rats. Oh, not mall rats. No, it was that chase and Amy that's, goes that's from, you know, goes nowhere in the movie. Right. Goes, goes the long way to nowhere in this movie. Yeah. I, I, again, I think we all like uh, that actor. Yeah. I can't remember his name. I'll tell you right now. Paul Red, thank you. I think we all like him. He's fun. You know, he's good at pretty much whatever he chooses to do. So I don't think it's that. I think it's just how is Ant Man any different than Hawkeye? Uh, he doesn't Gave have him, any made skills. Him a one, made him a one note joke, yeah. not a well, one note character. And didn't really evolve him out of that. Right. And that's pretty much the same thing, too. You know, I mean, again, I, and I don't know how it turned out or maybe he's anti-vax, too. Like, you know, there's no Luis, like his whole crew mm. team. Like, those, those are the things that kind of made that movie unique and funny in a way. And I, cause I didn't even really think about it until I got out of the movie. I'm like, what the, What happened to his crew? Yeah, because you could draw like, like either parallels or contrast to him and his crew in a mm -hmm. way that you couldn't with the rest of the family and so yeah. like with him like with him trying to exist and within that craziness and kind of playing off of that i think that was kind of that was kind of what made him that 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 did kind of make those movies and yeah, it, it, because he is it, it, he's the joke and like the other avengers don't treat hawkeye like a joke but they treat ant-man like a joke so right. mm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. All right. <sighs> we'll get to Kang here in a bit. But yes, he's um, he took over the world. So that cut scene that we saw at the beginning where he crash landed into the quantum realm, he's been there all that time as long as Janet was there. And um, it is revealed once they get pulled in, Janet's like, you know, searching for or trying to stay away from somebody. And, you know, you know, and it turns into this really kind of Star Wars fantastical world here with all of these creatures. And that's what I meant when I text you. I was like, man, this really is a, like 
um attack of the clones not the mm -hmm. movie itself yeah. but the characterizations yeah. of the, the things like that and which were fine you know the glob little character i mean he was funny you know the i think that's the first time they've ever mentioned a telepath with you know mm. uh i didn't think about that from the good place yeah like okay he, that's that's he not that's moving us forward now nah who knows um yeah, I was thinking, I was like, oh, God, here we go with that. But yeah, and then that lady that's in there, the, I don't know, Spanish, Mexican, I don't know what the fuck she was. She was fine, though. Mm -hmm. Like the, the leader of that group mm -hmm. of people, like, you know, that's fine. There's like, oh, okay, so Scott and them get, yeah, drink me. I thought that was very funny, actually. I was kind of choke laughing, you know, drink the goo. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, that, that little crew of whatever, and they're basically like been fighting this war against Kang since he's been there. Janet knows that he's there. It leads to this wildly weird guest spot by freaking Bill Murray that uh, I guess we should start there too. Like, I don't fuck with Bill Murray like at all. Like, uh, I think I've heard and read enough stories that he's like a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, I've read those things about how he, terrible he was at those women on that Charlie's Angels movie, mm. man. Like, uh, like I don't mess with Bill Murray at Groundhog all. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, there's a bunch of his old movies I love, but he has turned out to be a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Chevy Chase of Bill Murray's. And, and I, I heard, like, I don't know if it was uh, the, the actress who plays Cassie, he knew somebody was like, Get me in a Marvel movie. I don't know why. Just, I guess, to get paid or just to say he was in it or whatever. But, yeah. I mean, he was in first a transition scene. Yeah. And, and some and, and, and some wacky dialogue. Like, we had yes. sex, Hank. Suck it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I well, had needs. <laughs> mom, I don't want to hear that. It's not even yeah, your mom. Exactly. You? Yeah. I mean, and again, that's, that's, but that's that joke and that bit played within the Ant Man universe or whatever. Um, but as we finally get to tell the whole story about when Kane got there, he got, and we'll not talk about how he got sent there at first, but he's there, his power, his chair, um, you know, needed to be repowered. They spent all this time trying to get that fixed so she could get back, you know, to earth, you know, her, him promising that, you know, so I could, you know, you can go back to your daughter and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So the internet chatter is online after the movie it was like, did Kang fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna say yes well i mean uh, she had needs and bill murray fit those <laughs> needs so i'm just saying it's a lot of internet chatter but yes so they finally get the chair like, working but the chair is like kind of sentient or whatever so when it's Janet, a, has a neuropathic connection to him yes whatever yeah uh a neo neogenic recombinator to him no, so when legit. Touches, he controls it with his mind so she tapped into the neural interface that was that was reasonable okay i'll give well, him she, that you know, she touched the chair mm. and saw like all of his plans or whatever what he was going to plan to do or whatever and she's like Heck no shit. yeah you can't do that and then she winds up hank pimming the battery you know pim particling the battery or whatever and it breaks it into a gazillion pieces and then that's what he's been searching for trying to get fixed that to repower his chair so he can get the hell out of there that's really you know the the undercurrent plot of this whole thing did i miss anything there no okay <laughs> <laughs> so he's built this world in there he's got this you know everybody kept saying like those were like micronauts like yeah, I don't know where the people came from. Like, yeah. if they also just got ejected into the quantum realm, or if they're yeah. already there. But yeah, there's the mic. There's analogies to the microverse, 
which I know I'm familiar with the toy line and I understand there was a comic, but I couldn't pick a Micronaut yeah, out it. of a lineup yeah. at this point. Yeah. So <laughs> they might, that's some ROM yeah. era shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and in his duties of creating his army, and this is where we have to talk about a couple of things I mentioned earlier. He has a MODOK mm. and MODOK is uh, okay. There's so many levels here. And I mean levels. All right. One. Ain't none of you motherfuckers complaining about the depiction of Modoc in this shit. Modoc fans. Because Modoc <laughs> doesn't have fans. No. You're lying to yourself. You're just being obtuse for the sake of being freaking obtuse. Nobody gives a fuck about Modoc. He is a joke character. Always been a joke character. They treated him as a joke. And probably made the best version of Modoc that you can. Mm. With that being said, we did never need to see the connection between the dude from the first movie with that face. Like that shit looked awful. I couldn't like, like I could never. I'm like I know that's supposed to be him, but that doesn't look like him to me. It didn't really look like him, right? Yeah, yeah, it didn't. But I mean, it, it made sense. Awful. Like they showed him getting all crushed up, and they showed him like with a big head and little arms. It made perfect sense, mm-hmm. and why not? But right. it was just another source of jokes, right? And yeah. spoiler alert: they kill him. So, <laughs> what what, was the yeah, like, yeah. what does it matter? When he when he was his face east up modok or whatever it looked like the cart the comic book i'm like oh okay he's that character mm. or whatever i'm like never let modok talk every depiction that we've ever seen of modok has been a joke mm-hmm. like an absolute joke so what y'all are this y'all are being fake internet fans here nobody's mad about the depiction of modok yeah but even you, like earth's mightiest heroes like they yeah. didn't portray it as a joke but they were still like okay this guy's weird looking you know it, mm. like if there's no way to be like, oh, yeah, to do it any other way, right? Big head, tiny arms creature, yeah. Yes. Two, the CGI issue that I spoke about was probably most noticeable there, though. Like that face mm-hmm. thing, it just didn't work. Like, so I can't believe that tested and people were like, oh, yeah, no, that's good. That, that should be doing because you could have just done it once and then left his face as it was, or maybe took it off when he died. Spoiler alert. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't like that part. I like the Modoc, like again, when it was with the little gold face, but like that's basically it. And so his whole plot or hit Modoc's thing, it was his, it was his evil genius that brought them into the quantum realm. Hoo ha 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 ha. And he's been trying to get his revenge all of these years against Scott and whatever. So, whatever. Kang winds up capturing uh, Ant Man and his daughter. Um, and he wants to, uh, you know, find his his battery that's basically it and we need his help to go and do it he has to go into this one area and he has to go find that and then we lead to this other big cgi thing which i i wasn't necessarily a fan of i got it but i didn't need to see it like all the ant-man you know like and including the one or including the one with the from no. dunkin donuts or whatever or baskin robbins yeah you know yeah that was that was unnecessarily hokey so and you probably didn't need to make it. Hmm? Go ahead. Let's back up a minute. So when we get Kang essentially in costume, just ruthless as fuck, telling Scott Lang, you either go get my 
my battery, my neogenic recombinator. I'm gonna kill your what <laughs> your 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 daughter. Mm. Total control over the environment. Just ruthless. Cool. Mm. Like awesome. Great good yeah. costume design was phenomenal. Presence of of Jonathan Majors is just amazing. Yeah. Where does that go? Where what what happened after this? Where what what happened to that person? <laughs> Yeah, we're getting to the end part, which is my one of my bigger issues. And I like, too. yeah. And, and so then, awesome. yeah, we get to the big ant schmas. And yes. like the I, thing that killed me here was like, oh, flying was the answer. You're in this yeah. reality. You you go through this quantum realm. <laughs> you end up on this featureless plane because CGI budget. Mm. You have to make a mountain of Ant-Man and they can all do it for Hope mm. and uh, or Cassie. Sorry. Yes. And if he could have just flown, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered because Wasp flies in and, and flies him up to get it. Yeah. And why didn't Kang just they like it's not like he's imbued with pin particles. They carry cartridges. Why didn't Kang yeah. just be like, give me them just, cartridges? Give me them I'm cartridges. Go <laughs> like it didn't make any sense. This was stupid. This was like, I don't know what we're gonna do. Just how about a mountain of Ant Man and we'll stick the basket. Yeah, it seems like a good idea at this point. Yeah. So like what's the cheapest way that we could get to that point? Because that's basically how it feels, like just with the CGI at this point, you know? And so Yes, he gets it, gives it back to Kang, he's in value with his power. I mean, we're gonna talk about Jonathan Majors at the end, so let me forget about that part. And you know, yeah, we go to our our schmas ending as you said hank has been talking to the ants all this time on this planet that had come through the quantum realm with them and then they got like little headsets and you know they attack kang at the end and you know yeah it it no it's a mess yeah the ending is a mess like the, the ending is a whole mess on top of the fact that kang who they had built up fairly well up to this point you know, to the point of you know, like, are you the one with the hammer? You know, mm-hmm. like, so he had obviously killed and been fighting Avengers for in different realms for a while or different multiverses for a while, but he got taken out by some ants. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, so he's, you know, he himself has no powers, but he has technology and he's supposed to be a brilliant tactician. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like how, like, and then, like, his force field and his beams and stuff, that was all cool. And he did, like, one cool move where he twisted. Mm-hmm the marshmallow laser head back on him and stuff like that. But it's like, mm. I didn't like how he was like seemingly fueled by rage. Like you're a tactician. Like, why are you screaming at these folks? Just like right. pick them off and be like precise and do cool stuff. And they shouldn't be a threat to you. Why? And then the ants came in. I was like, Oh fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, that, that part wasn't great. And, you know, he's not really defeated, you know, as they're starting to get themselves to try to get back to uh, uh, their earth. Oh, whatever he kind of makes a comeback and then at this point he is getting this fight with ant-man and i was like oh they about to kill paul rudd mm-hmm. um because i mean that stomp there yeah. you know was like, oh shit like they're at the killing which would in a sense made sense but like okay they don't and that would have been Jan- one ending that could have yeah. carried that that would have been one ending that would have made this movie mean anything right yeah because if you do kill him and he stays there or even if you don't kill him and he gets stuck there himself, they've already gone back to whatever. It's like, okay, so he's stuck there, you know, Ant-Man 4, Electric mm-hmm. Boogaloo, you know, mm-hmm. because at least there's something there as opposed to the end that we do get 
you know, he gets pulled out, Kane gets stuck in. So he's, you know, the same way where he was before that the engine had been broken up again with the pin particles. And, you know, we get this walking ending at the, at the end. Oh, you, and what, and so he gets the shit kicked out of him. Wasp comes out, comes back, you know, because not to re- again, not to reaffirm their relationship in any way. It's just the day needs saving. So Wasp comes in, yeah. kicks <laughs> Kang's ass. And then I was like, okay, well, at least they're stuck here, right? Mm. No. Nah. Yeah. A couple, couple seconds later, oh, there you go. Cassie's got yeah. him. Yeah. And Kang is, I don't know, something weird happened. He may or may not be defeated. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know, really. Um, and so Ant-Man starts walking up and down the street like Spider-Man 3. And, um, you know, the voiceover is, again, is Scott. And he's basically going to, I think it was Hope's or maybe the daughter's birthday or whatever. I don't know whose birthday was. Cassie's. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, in his head, he's like, wait a second. Oh, boy said that if he defeats me, it's only going to get worse. Mm -hmm. Did I do the right thing? Mm -hmm. And I thought it ended like that idea pulling back to that conversation. I was like, that's good. That part's good because it does tie into that and we'll talk about it in a second here too it also ties into loki because that's a very similar speech right that came and gives to loki and lady loki um there he's like you know wait till you see the rest of it right. and i'm like okay that's a great tie-in there but from getting from a to d here it was just you know kind of up and down but it, it again it it's not like it didn't fit the universe of the rest of the ant-man movies i mean obviously the first one's really good the second one is less than and the third one is less than that that's a typical progression for most movies so i I didn't really see it that far off the mean i guess so i didn't really have that real issue with it it just had hokey parts to it i just thought it was pointless like the 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 upshot of this movie is cassie got a suit because (laughs) everything else we already knew like (laughs) We knew that there were more Kangs coming. Yeah. We knew that some of them are worse than others. Um, like, it didn't give us any indication of what the Avengers are doing anyway at this point. Yeah. Um, are there they, Avengers? They really kind of jobbed Kang because he got, in effect, beat by Ant-Man and his, and his, ant, and his insect crew with Wasp. Mm. Like, and some, and some ants, some cybernetic ants who lived you know, for however many days and develop new technology. I mean, like they build him up and then he was a chump and then he got punked. Mm. Yeah. And allegedly like he was exiled there by the rest of the Kangs because he knew what they were all Mm. up to, which gets into our trailer. Yeah. Uh, All right. So yeah, let's jump into that. And there's two cut scenes. Uh, once again, like 12 years into these movies, people are still getting up and leaving the movies here. I'm just like, I, I, just, I don't understand you people. I mean, unless you're just disgusted with the movie and just like, I just, this Ant-Man is some bullshit. I can go man. watch it on YouTube is usually. Yeah, right. that's fair too. Like, fuck Ant-Man. Because um, okay, so it kind of goes on forever. I was like, what's the, oh yeah, I can see that on the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not a great one either, but that's a whole nother. Wait, we did that podcast. All right. So our first cut scene uh, is, is Council of the Kings first? Yes, yeah. Council of the Kings was first. So, and again, 
South South saying, man, we, we know you hate Kangs. But this is like a pull, a total rip from like Avengers comic books here. Like, so, yeah, I mean, even the cut scene where they're all in the stands and they're like screaming and all. I mean, that's a literal cut from a comic book. So I'm like, oh, OK. Like you said, we knew about the council of the kangs we knew that there was a whole bunch of them all across the multiverses like that's that and then you know they were just talking about how you know well that king fucked up you know <laughs> so like we're perfectly okay with that him being there you know but kind of like this idea of getting ready for that and we again we know the end of this is the kang dynasty like we we understand at some point near the end i don't know if kang dynasty is before secret wars i think it is you know, and we get into another Avengers movie. Mm. So that we're fine. We're far down the road. We understand that. I'm okay with it. Like I had no problem with that. And then they mm. have the second cut scene. And we get a Mortis and a Ramatut and I guess the Scarlet yeah, Centurion. So we get like the yeah. the principal Kangs amongst everybody mm. else. And yeah, you're right. It is a picture out of the comics. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fine. I had no problem with the Council of the Kangs. Then our second cut scene is you know i think it's what this dr timely or something like that Victor also timely and let me yeah. tell you i was sitting i was this i was like the guy next to me i was like is there another is there another one he's like yeah there's no one it's all right and i'm sitting there i'm watching like all the vxf credits go by yeah. I was like, damn they should have just made this a cartoon there was like so <laughs> many there was like five different studios of like yeah. 100 people each and that's yes. where you were saying up front like there's just not an industry to sustain all these CGI movies, and they're nope. gonna all. There's just gonna be trash. Nope, there's not at all, and everything gets pushed back. And I'm like, okay, Victor Timely, also from the comic books too. I'm like, okay, I could see why this is an issue. And then it pulls out to the crowd, and it's what Lightning McQueen and Loki. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh no, that's him. Yeah, you know, that's the variant. And you know, and it cuts off from there. And I'm he's like, like, I thought he was okay. dangerous. He is. Oh, well, he's and 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 Lightning McQueen's like, I just watched this movie, Ant Man beat his ass. What are you worried about? <laughs> like, yeah, Wasp so, beat his ass. What do you why do we care yes, about this guy? Well, why do we care about him? But that now that leads us into low. So here's the thing though, is like this movie. Like the only reason you have that is like, is this movie for people who didn't watch Loki? It didn't get to see he who remains didn't get teed up the idea that there's this person who's lived all these multiverses and there's worse Kangs coming. Cause that was essentially the message of this. That's already been portrayed. And I might be a solo act at this point. Yeah, there we go. Hello. Yeah. What is so, up with us and Ant Man freaking reviews? No, no. So <laughs> I was saying, like, I, I is this movie like it's odd to me that they tee up Loki because this movie has to be made for people who didn't watch that show because the reveal is there are a bunch of Kangs and the worst ones coming. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like we already knew that, right? What, yeah. Why did this? Why did this movie? Why did this movie make a point of telling us that? Well, I think or, probably more so for like just to get the tag in for you know when that scene comes up again that's the same thing they did in the other movies you know mm -hmm. to connect the movie we just didn't have tv shows at the time so i was like okay that's fine you know and now but now it becomes all right so now what 
obviously Kang's gonna have to play some version of an issue in Guardians of the Galaxy no. three. No, no, that's James Gunn's world. He doesn't need nobody. He's nobody like he might put in a little trailer to string it together. But that's that, what I meant. No, 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 not as the star or whatever. Yeah. They got some other black guy in there. I was like, who the hell is that? That's, I don't know. So high uh, evolutionary. Is that who it is? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. That's what yeah. I couldn't remember on the X Men podcast we did, like on uh, that new X Men book that Pepe Laraz. I was like, I cannot because every time the High Evolutionary show, you know what? You just definitely made me not see Guardians of the Galaxy three. Because I mean, anything with the High Evolutionary is awful. Every single comic book. Yeah. Okay, we're good. It's Damn. gonna be Rocket's touching story of, of him fucking a ferret or something like. Oh Lord. Yeah, I was probably out on that to begin with, but High Evolutionary didn't help. Well, um, was my review of this movie on the way out was this was Guardians of the Galaxy two level for me. <laughs> Every okay. you know, fake family drama and I got I you. yeah. So, but that pulls us back into like where are we going from here? Mm. So we get to see Kang. I think that's in the summer sometime. Loki two, Electric Boogaloo. And then what? Like, yeah, there's no, I mean, honestly, there's nothing that's really going to come out that's going to draw that out at all. I'm like, we're going to wait till what? Do we get to the Avengers movie? Because there's nothing else in between. There's a Captain America, but I don't know that that's going to have anything to do with it. That's what I'm saying. Like, all of this stuff has to be leading towards this Kang Dynasty Avengers team up. Mm -hmm. All these young Avengers that are going to make Hutch explode his head with all these teenage heroes. And then what? We get the Marvels. So that could tell. Oh, that'll be. The Marvels, well, Captain America, the Thunderbolts, and Blades. So, yeah, none of that. Like, yeah, none of that's like, oh shit, Kang. Except maybe I mean the Marvels. I mean, okay, only because it's based in space, and that's why I was saying that about Guardians too, or Guardians Three. But that's what I'm saying. Like, again, the interconnectedness between Phase Four. Look, man, we use this term long-term booking on here to make fun of AEW all the time. Maybe we just don't see the pieces. I don't think it's that, though. Like, I really don't. Like, I don't think think we're nerds and we're willing to give, especially Marvel stuff, probably a little bit more benefit of the doubt than other properties. I I don't. They may tie it together, but it's obviously not going to be the cohesive story that we saw with, you know, the Thanos story. Like, it's just not. And I'm okay with that, too. You know, as long as, and we've been saying this for years now, as long as somehow... You get your X Men universe fixed around this. We're I, well, I'm fine with it. I, I'm I'm okay. Like we're fine. Yeah, but there's a lot of like grounded stuff coming out. Like other than Guardians of Marvels, like Captain America's almost certainly fighting some form of terrorists. Yeah, Thunderbolts are gonna be fighting cops. Yeah, Blades <laughs> fighting vampires. Yep. And cops. And cops. Um, Echoes fighting cops. Cops. Daredevils fighting yeah. cops. Yeah, and so Loki, dirty cups. Yeah, Loki fight time cups. Um, <laughs> I mean, unless and they're gonna in- try and use what if to advance the story, and I don't yeah. see that. And then Secret Invasion is gonna primarily be the that's Kree- like a whole different direction at this yeah, point. Yeah, the Kree Skull story, like, and Armor Wars is still coming. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, Kevin Feige, you bet. I mean, you've earned oh, them no. checks, sir. 
if you can weave this shit somehow together mm-hmm. that we go, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. That would be amazing. It, it would. Uh, Agree. So, I mean, we're, I, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm at like, look, it was fine. I have no problems with it. Like, you know, if somebody's just like, oh, you know, like I didn't like it completely. I thought it sucked completely. I'm like, I, I can't go that far, but I mean, I can understand how somebody's just like, oh, you know, it's Guardians 2, or I didn't really care for it. Didn't make sense. I, okay, whatever. That's fine. I just didn't go in with any expectation yeah. that it was going to blow my socks off. That's basically I it. I mean, I was hopeful that it was going to point us in a direction um, mm-hmm. because everything has just been, like I said, expanding the universe. And this just reiterated things we already already kind of knew. Mm-hmm. And the like I said, the one development is Cassie and if that's pointing us towards some young Avengers team, I don't, I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. Ironheart's coming as well. That's going to be the same, like local heat. When she fighting the hood, like, I mean, yeah. like that ain't nothing to do with no freaking the Kang either. I mean, yeah, it's a mess. And she already went, she already built her whole, like that's, they should have never put her in that movie. Cause she like, she already built her battle suit and they're like, Oh, we got to keep that here. Cause you got to yeah. go build it on your show again. Like, come on. <laughs> to go fight the hood. You got to go, go build a, an armor suit armor out of a car again. We're going to keep your Wakanda technology here. What? Lord. Come on. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like you're the same age as me. How come you get to be queen? Yeah. <laughs> Purple shape herb. <laughs> on that herb. Yeah. Wait till they age up to Tyler in 15. Uh, anyway. All right. So we have that. So I didn't have the list in front of me. Okay, so just off the things that you had just said, movie-wise, are you going to go see it in the movie theater? Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy? 3? No. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll probably see it, like, on a Wednesday the third week it's out or something. Or if okay. I happen to be, like, to, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not going to rush out to see it. I, that's a hell of no for me. Not going to see it. I'll wait for alternate means fox fx whatever that's an absolute no for me the marvels yes yeah same like i will go and see that that's not even in dispute at this point that i would go and see it but that's it right captain america i mean that's supposed to be next year 2024 yeah in this year it's just guardians and the marvels okay so i mean i'll see captain america that's fine I, i don't have this uh, whatever depiction or upsetness about you know Sam Wilson doing that is a lot of people do. I'm perfectly fine with that. Thunderbolts passing in the movie theater. No, yeah, I mean they've got a they got a sweet. They have a lot of work to so do far. to get yeah <laughs> to build up that kind of trust at this point. So anyway, all right. So if you seven out of tening Ant Man, where are you giving it? Uh, or one out of ten, if you one out of ten, I was like, shit, how to get yeah, to seven out of ten? Damn, carry the one. I mean, depending on how you evaluate it, it's almost like a five because it's like mm-hmm. there's nothing so bad about it. There's nothing good about it. Like there's mm-hmm. just it just exists. Just a movie. This is okay. the movie that. The last record we had to make on Columbia Records to get out of our deal so we could go to Atlantic. So it's mostly like greatest hits and covers. Yeah. The artist formerly known as Ant-Man. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
if I could say I give it a five on a scale of one to ten, but if I rank it like where does it fit within the forty products that we've seen mm-hmm. or however many, it's low. Yeah, I would even say that it's low on anything after Endgame in mm-hmm. terms of movie properties. Okay, you know, I mean, is it better than Wakanda Forever? No, it's probably closer to it than that. Is it better than Spider Man? No. No, um, better than Doctor Strange. And no, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it would be on the lower side of that. And even going across uh, properties in terms of TV, it would probably still be kind of in that mid kind of range. You know, I mean, but, but again, is it better than Eternals? I mean, it's it's like Eternals <laughs> is another movie for me. That's like it's not. I just don't enjoy it. It's not. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. not put together in a way that makes sense. It's it's pretty interesting to look at. I don't care mm-hmm. about any of the characters, and then it's over, which is basically like this movie. So yeah, I mean, I think yeah. Eternal. Like there was a lot of the talk was like it's the lowest rated movie since Eternals. I don't think Eternals, and I don't think this are necessarily bad movies. Well, mm-hmm. like I hate Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. I you same. Know, I I even though I said this was Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I actively dislike Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This movie <laughs> was just pointless. Yeah. Wakanda Came. Forever to me was boring. This movie mm-hmm. is just pointless. Like I mm-hmm. did check my watch, but I did not consider leaving. So right. but I think it's a miss. Change. I think it underserved Kang more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, as I said we talk about, I mean, look, if Jonathan Majors wasn't in this movie, it's doesn't even get made yeah. like he's I'll really there like, for the past half would... like when do we get kang where's kang yeah. i want yeah. kang yep i'm like i mean to talk about villains making movies if he's not in it there's no movie mm-hmm. and you know he again one of those situations on an actor that just elevates everything that he's in and so you can give him this role with a dude in a purple suit that sandman hates all to be damn and he can make you care about it you know but again are they giving us, you know, this internet thing too? Like, oh, you didn't give us enough Kang. I'm like, I think we got enough Kang. It was just what they had Kang doing at certain points. Yeah, I think that, like, it, I don't know, sometimes, like, his accent wavered. And I don't know if that's part of the character design hmm. or if they just didn't figure it out. I also think his power level fluctuated, you yeah. know, quite high, uh, yeah. quite high to quite low yeah. over the course of the movie. And then his ability to fight. Or yeah. strategize like how you get taken out strong. by some ants. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like you think this is the first first uprising I put down? Well, apparently because apparently because you didn't pl- you didn't you. You, you didn't you didn't plan for ants. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So I'd probably be in that same six six ish six and a half maybe seven on a good day. You know, depending upon a rewatch. You know, and this is probably something that we will. On a rewatch, we'd be like, oh, you know what? I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. That, you know, okay, I get, like, probably. It, it, I keep determining things now. I was like, is that a movie I need to see on the big screen? Or will I enjoy it better at the house? Mm. This is probably something I would have enjoyed better at home. Mm. Or I could have stopped it. I could have paused. Like, what did I just hear? Did you hear what he just said? Mm. And try and go through it and watch it at my pace. Whereas this one. Or parts of it, it was just globbed on of a whole bunch of stuff, and you just kind of had to get through it to kind of get to the next scene. So I don't know, six and a half, caught that. That's it. See y'all. We told y'all we be trying to disagree. 
when shit don't work, <laughs> just goes, it goes back. It always comes back to the center. Like we haven't gotten to that point where it's like, hey man, fuck you, Guardians of the Galaxy was <laughs> awesome. Two was awesome. You fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, but you know, uh, keep going, Phase Four. You might. You might. You, you pushing it. You pushing it for sure. All right. So we we'll start to wrap this one up. Uh, we still have year 10 of the sins of sinister to uh record and we'll try to get that out for everybody up this week uh as we move into that phase of our sins of sinister podcast i'm still trying to get brother beavis to watch the last of us he's still resisting uh mightily here like it's just his 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 hate for zombies is uh strong but you know eventually we'll, we'll break him down let me guess there's there's a character who's overwhelmed with grief over the actions he had to take to save his family or overwhelmed by the sacrifices somebody else made for him and and it turns out the people are the real worst ones no. the people are the real enemy and no and well, don't definitely get attached to anybody not, because they get jump scared no, and that's it they out definitely definitely not the third part uh as i was trying to explain to my daughter this morning and your resistance of watching this uh, I said to her, he's drawn to daughter, father, daughter shows and, and situations or whatever. This is the ultimate version of that. And again, I, if you watch, listen to this show for a long time, I don't do scary stuff. You could count the number of times you've seen zombies on definitely one hand. Mm. it's none of that this is a this is this is game of thrones it's come for the titties stay for the drama this is come for the zombies but stay for the drama you're not getting zombies like you just not and so video adapt video game adaptations have been awful from what i hear because i don't play a bunch of video <laughs> games so i certainly aren't watching the movies if you would have told me that this was not based on a video game this was just like chernobyl or uh some show like that this is basically what it is that's basically it you know super well acted super well written oh yeah there might be a zombie here or there but like yeah i i i i i i encourage you and others to go ahead and take it on but also it's almost near the end just watch all this shit at once <laughs> i think it's on episode seven this week of either eight or ten yeah you could probably just watch it in like you know a pen so but we'll come back to that as well so remember you can find this podcast out called itunes stitcher google play brother Beavis is gonna go get a, a honey lemon tea or something man you you definitely uh struggling with the yeah. with the the cold there yeah, yeah i don't tell you it was 85 here today just saying uh yeah awful but yeah so we'll come back to that and get the other podcast up uh yeah rate review subscribe and everything everybody so uh on the podcast side is x-men the animated music starts to play us out i'm producing that side off go ahead and sign off brother beavis see you next time get some rest man everybody we'll see everybody soon bye